Welcome to Cinema Discussions. My name is John. I am joined by Vaughn. Hey, senior bad real estate correspondent. Yes, uh, we are discussing The Disappointments Room. and uh, truth in advertising. <laughs> well, come on. Let's just get to start at the beginning here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're watching this movie or this, uh, this review so far, uh, you're either one of the very, very, very few people that saw this movie uh, or you're thinking about seeing this movie. So we're going to give you our recommendation before we get into spoilers here. So how would you recommend this movie? Uh, very weekly recommended. I, yeah, I give uh, severe hesitation uh, to this movie. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta really be looking for something that is um, mm. non non traditional filmmaking. Uh, this is, this is is. Uh, I think most people will be uh, disappointed by it, but um, well, um, I, I found it to be pretty heavily cliched. So yeah, yeah, it's a kind of a mix. Yeah. There is it is it is super heavy cliche. It is very uh you know, expected on on a lot of the things in it, but there are elements in the way that this film is constructed that are not super traditional in a way that it throws you off a bit. It makes it mm-hmm. oh yeah. It makes this unique in a way. And in in that sense, um, it could there there could be you know artsy film people out there. There there could be some people out there who are into this style. So, yeah, the, if you want to see something that definitely breaks away from the mold of of typical scary movies, it both you breaks away that. from the mold while following while still every while cliche. still following yeah <sighs> like yeah, very very heavily cliched in the the dialogue and, and certain things that happen. You know, this might be a good Netflix movie. Yeah, <laughs> just, just wait think- for that. It's one of those that if you're really interested in film, if you, if you like watching if you like watching things that are unique, mm-hmm. um, this is one that you don't want to rush out to the theaters for. But yeah, a, a Netflix watch something where you're renting it, paying paying in a in a monthly fee. If you're not paying specifically for this movie, yeah, um, then I think it's it's worth checking out just for the uh, the interesting things that they do in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's there's some there's some interesting stuff in there, but. Uh, you know, overall, it's kind of kind of go back six to of one, one half a dozen yeah. of the other. So, so don't rush out to see this movie. But yeah. uh, if you if you got a chance, so if you did see this movie, though, now we're gonna go in and actually try to break this thing down. Yeah. Uh, so, spoiler alert! Spoiler <laughs> the disappointments room. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the, another movie I went into not knowing anything about it. Um, I just knew the title. Yeah. Uh, did I see a trailer for this one? I think uh, I saw I'm not that, sure I did. I think I saw that Kate Beckinsale was in it. Um, yeah. that, just from the, the movie app. Uh, I didn't see any trailers for it. I heard them talking about it on uh, on Kevin and Bean on the mm-hmm. movie beat. Um, they started talking about it, and I immediately just turned it off because I was about to see the movie, and I, I, I don't yeah. want to know. I'm already I already know, know what's mm-hmm. going about it. Yeah. yeah so I got, I've got my own notes here about interesting, it. Interesting. It was it was written by Wentworth Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, who, if uh, mm-hmm. he's an actor, um, I know him from The Flash. He was Captain Cold. Um, he's done a bunch mm-hmm. of other things too, but mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. but it's interesting because he's an actor who also writes things. He, this is the second film he's written. The first one was Stoker, uh, which most people didn't see, but I did. I saw that in theaters yeah, because I did, didn't even hear of it. It's directed by the guy who directed Old Boy, 
the original old boy, not Spike Lee, yeah, who directed the, the, the Korean remake. old boy. Yeah. yeah. So it was the first English language movie that he directed. And huh. it was written by Wentworth Miller. And it's this, it is a similar style to this one. So in that, in, in not in the, it's mm-hmm. not very traditional. It's, it's definitely very avant-garde, but there's, mm-hmm. there's these weird elements where it feels like a foreign language film dubbed into English. Mm-hmm. And, and this film had a lot of similar things. It, it, it had a similar feeling to Stoker. Um, mm-hmm. After I found out it was went with Miller, kind of things started to make sense in that way. Okay. That it was, uh, it, it felt similar to it, but it, you know, not that not, not not anything that really helped it, um, but it mm, just uh, clearly not. It just made it kind of interesting. Uh, so uh, so go through your notes, and I'll, I'll um, come up. Uh, with so it's, I, I took the notes like as the movie was going along. Mm. I was like, I was, I was like only one of four people yeah. in my theater. <laughs> I I was the only one in my theater. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's only made it only made one point seven million dollars uh, on its opening weekend, and and Ooh. that's out of a budget of fifteen million. So. Yeah got to go um, 10, 10 times that to make back its money yeah we'll see. um so the, the first cliche is that you you come across the the family they're driving to this new house mm-hmm. uh, you know three people a dad wife and uh Kid. son uh the 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 dad other utters the word specifically that we're, we're moving out to a new beginning <laughs> so, so there, there's your the first father- cliche right off the, right off the bat it's, uh, i kind of knew where this was going is the father supposed to be American? You know, I don't really know. He, the way he talks about America, and the he says, like, this is an American thing to do, right? Like, the way he talks about that, and he kind of has this subtle... Uh, he's a Jamaican-born actor, it says. He says, oh, okay. it says he's a Jamaican-born English actor. He To me, it sounded like a German accent slightly that he had in the beginning of it. It was... It was foreign uh, yeah, enough that it didn't seem it didn't seem native. It was like to, just enough of an accent. Yeah, yeah. And, but it kind of came and went. It was it was there very much in the beginning yeah. of the film. Then later on in the film, it was like no, he's just straight on like mm-hmm. California kind of accent. Yeah, um, yeah well, I think what and some then, people call a Midwestern neutral. Yeah, and then <laughs> the, the TV accent. The, yeah, the, the, the news. Yeah, TV accent. news accent. And uh, and as it got and then it got later in the film and it started to come back again. So yeah. I was like, all right, this is coming from the actor, but yeah. it's uh, it, it was bleeding into the character enough that I it seemed like in the beginning, hearing that accent and hearing him say something about you know this uh, American tradition, like we would be more American doing it this way. Mm-hmm. It sounded like that his not being American plays into this character some way, but then that and they never addressed it. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't no. come into it at all. Um, and then uh, right after it, during this opening scene where they're driving, uh, the dad had a, a very uh, specific tone to the way he was speaking, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like he was uh, trying to be gently optimistic about what they were doing. Yes. Mo- Mom seemed kind of a little doubtful about mm-hmm. what they were trying to do. Kid is just kind of blissfully unaware. Um, but then... And then they get they get into the house, and that now it's the the next morning in this scene. <clears throat> um, the the weird thing is that the the uh, I, I don't know if this was accidental or what. It's like in the this morning scene, Dad is suddenly like sounding like kind of snarky. Yeah, <laughs> except yeah, sounding kind of assholey in, in that that next morning scene. Uh, I think it was it, it's like his um. Yeah, you know, his what was it, his inflection or whatever was like just like slightly 
off. It sounded really kind of off-putting to me. Kind of. Um, and then, then it, it doesn't it really happen the rest of the movie. No, uh, <clears throat> not 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 too much really. He's got this this uh, you know that something's up between him and his wife that he's yeah got, um, got something going on there. So that's I think it could be attributed to that. Yeah, maybe. Um, let's see. Uh, so like a, so there's the morning. Now now they're kind of exploring the house when it's not raining. Mm-hmm. Um, they they go to a POV shot of looking down the chain holding up a chandelier in a spiral staircase mm-hmm. and they, they do the same shot i think two maybe three times uh, so it's like my my first thought is like oh okay this this is probably foreshadowing some kind of death trap that the chandelier is going to turn into yeah like, you, like a lot of horror movies might do yeah i think it but it turns out i think it's just establishing the stairs as, yeah just yeah yep nothing happens i mean like, they utilize oh, well. the stairs of just the, them having to run up and down the stairs so they just yeah so you know the, they, they do use the stairs a lot yeah um and nothing much happens for a while uh then they reveal to us that they had a second child who is no longer in the picture for some reason yeah they're like uh-huh so i think that that kind of changes that relationship between the mother and father mm-hmm. a lot um then then they don't address it again and until for much later yeah uh, so you've got the, and the, they notice the light coming on in the window <coughs> in the house, which mm-hmm. leads them to, uh, look behind the wardrobe, yeah. uh, and finds the door, the weird door. Um, and that's when they find the disappointments room. Yeah. Uh, and you get the, the very great cliche, um, in, uh, oh, most, I can't say every, but 90% of horror films where they go consult the expert and they're like, oh, this is the subplot device that mm. that uh, you this, didn't know about the subplot yeah. device. Yeah, uh, that, yeah this, this is the, <laughs> what is it, the, the MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it's somebody You've in town. You've got one of the MacGuffins in your house. Yes, yeah, you, uh, you got a MacGuffin again. Um, <laughs> we're like we're going to have to spray for that. But then, but then you get the self awareness of it yeah where she's like the expert says oh it could be this or the spirits but then again i'm a big fan of poltergeist and so it's like all right so you, you know you're aware of these <laughs> tropes yeah. in in films yeah. so uh, they, they pointed yeah. out oh there. uh well but before they discover the disappointments room they they start they start introducing those little flashes of things that that happen in a yes. different time they don't they, they there, there's no reason for them to start happening no and and and, and there's no real indication that um somebody is like visioning these things or gets, or they're experiencing them gets a little confusing in what they're yeah they, they the just, they're, just kind of start happening but and then they, they escalate from there yeah they are they are introduced <clears throat> in such a weird manner and yeah. i but i i you know kind of i'm kind of like fighting against the movie to to uh, enjoy it or under understand those uh, things yeah <laughs> Like I get it, I'm under. I understood it, and uh, I was picking up on these things, but not with help from the film necessarily. They're mm-hmm. they were making it easy. Um, yeah. I actually did kind of like that scene with uh, Miss Judith, like the the actual lady who was Miss Judith, like who's a little dwarf lady. She was the town expert on okay. the room. Yeah, yeah, the, the town really... expert, town historian. Well, I I kind of liked her. I. I enjoyed it to a degree, but because yeah. it, I just, 
I've been seeing so many horror films with that element in it. And oh, it's yeah. mostly all of the um, sinister and uh, conjuring and all of the mm-hmm. um, these these films of the uh, darkness falls. The, the uh, uh, I can't even think of all of the, these films. Any of these supernatural <laughs> films that have happened recently mm-hmm. where they they go to the uh, this one's caves recently in the cave stones because uh, mm-hmm. they find this weird stuff happens. They talk to some expert and they're like oh uh, let me check into that or oh this is the this thing and they, yeah. they have the books all about it and the stuff oh yeah um, it's like i've been researching this exact thing for 20 for two decades yeah and it's uh <laughs> it's this thing where it's yeah. just uh, i it was it was weird it was it was that Mm-hmm. seeing that scene in this film where I'd seen that so many other times so mm-hmm. so to me that was like ah, okay just I get I get the scene just go on mm-hmm. but at the same time then I was also interested in uh, the ideas of a disappointments room mm-hmm. um, and have you heard about that kind of room and a thing I don't know if that actually exists I, I'm, I'm not sure it existed it's but, one but of those the, things that it, it's super the, believable though the rationalization they gave for it yeah it does make sense a wealthy family who has a uh, child with birth defects yeah um, or a child that's not and uh, they, they don't want to just kill them right away so they hide them no yeah and they, mm. they just they keep them until they until they die and uh, yeah. it's 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 a thing that's completely believable it's absolutely believable but, but I hadn't thought about that kind of thing and so yeah. it's uh, i don't know if that's actually real i could do some more research on it but apparently the film didn't inspire me that much to yeah do the research on it but it's still at least a thing that like that could be true so i yeah. was i was interested in that um and then you know beyond that just uh i i didn't like the uh the contractor guy and his hitting on the mm-hmm. the misses um, there oh the, I, I do have a a thought about that for later Okay. The the, uh, the contractor who was um he was in another movie not long ago. I yeah, think, I think a young adult movie. He was slightly uh, recognizable, but yeah, um, a, a very attractive Lucas Till teenage male. Uh, X Men First Class. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was. Oh, oh, no, uh, Havoc. no, no. He did something since then. Okay, but he was Havoc. He was also in. Uh, yeah, he was House, Havoc. Hannah Montana the movie. Do you remember yeah. him from Hannah Montana the movie? <laughs> no. Is that that the film you were thinking of? No. Uh, but yeah, X Men First Class is Havoc. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, and then X Men Apocalypse as Havoc. Yeah. X Men yeah, Days yeah, of Future Past as too. Havoc. Is that what you're thinking of? X-Men. Yeah. One of the other X Men. Uh, Monster Trucks is a new movie that's coming out. Monster Truck. The that's trailer. The you remember him from the trailer? Tra- tra- Monster, yeah. That's not out until next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of remember him from that too. It, um, it looks stupid. <laughs> it's weird because I, I mean, I liked him as Havoc. So this is, uh, oh, yeah. it's a flaw of the script is that I just didn't like, yeah, didn't mm. like that character really existing, and I didn't. It's not really necessary, like at all. They, yeah, he was sort of useful initially. Um, well, but but I, I have another MacGuffin. He's another red herring on the uh, red, red herring. Yes, yeah. I, I have an idea about that for for a little bit later. Okay. Um, uh, so there is the the scene where Mom goes up to, into the attic for the first time. I like that. Opens the the, the wardrobe mm-hmm. thing. Like, there are literally All bats <laughs> in the wardrobe, and they fly out at her. Yeah. Like, uh, oh my god what is this the 50s well they gotta do a, a weird scare thing in there too and, <laughs> yeah and the like there there are literally bats in there i like so when she finally gets it because they, they <laughs> tries the keys and on the keys and she finds the keys <clears throat> i yeah. like the scene where she first goes gets into the goes into the room and gets locked in there mm-hmm. 
Uh, because they they set it up where she puts the thing in, she puts the timer on, mm-hmm. and then she goes. So they focus on the timer. So like, are the timers mm-hmm. the yeah. timer is important here. Now I thought at some point when she was in the room, the timer was going to go off and mm-hmm. and something was going to happen with that. But I, instead, I, I, we get I figured this, dinner would be burning by then. I thought I thought something. Yeah. But instead, they do the other route of it that I I really liked, where she's yeah. trapped in there all night until the next it, day. It, yeah, it feels like all night to her. As, yeah, as she's in there and she's screaming and let me out of this this room, and and she goes downstairs and they're mm-hmm. like we didn't we didn't hear you we're sorry we didn't hear you and then the timer goes off yeah. and like oh no there she was go. psychologically in there for longer so yeah. so now we're like all right does this room have psychic special weird powers that uh, are screwing with yeah, her ghosts are doing some shit in here uh yeah, yeah and i so so continue yeah. with your oh yeah notes um yeah and so then um after going upstairs like she starts uh getting real uh snappy at uh I wrote down Ben. That should be the husband's name. Sure. Uh, yeah, like she starts getting real, real well, snappy. No, Ben's the uh, Ben's Lucas Till. He's the uh, contractor. Oh yeah, when he's first there, it's like she snaps at him really hard. Yeah. Uh, as in her trying to assert control in, in a situation that she realizes she is losing control over. Yes. Yeah, she's losing control of every all the situations there, but also yeah. in, you know, uh, yeah, they they do establish that her character. She's an architect. Mm-hmm. Uh, her father was a contractor. So mm. she she's got knowledge yeah. about this stuff. Uh, she's on some kind of metal mental medication. Yeah, but uh, well, she's on she's she's on medication that she's not supposed to take. In that case, because because he mm. said it sounds like he's saying like don't take the pills because the til- the pills make her loopy. Um, it's mm-hmm. it sounds like it's these pills that she's addicted to that she's trying to not take in some way that they were these uh, something something was going on there it sounded like she, she kept going for the pills and he mm-hmm. when, when he was like mm-hmm. well, take those because you get fuzzy usually when you get like antipsychotics I, yeah well that's what i that's what i thought at first yeah. but it sounded it sounded like she was there whatever like that she didn't have the right pills but whatever yeah. pills she did have she wasn't supposed to take that she did take those in the uh. end when she was got uh, crazier with that i don't know uh, okay that, that, that might have been some muddled uh, dialogue writing there yeah it was Could something okay. something odd in there because um, in any case yeah <clears throat> she flushes the pills down in the one moment like she's about uh, to take them and then she flushes them yeah, so, so as we're building up to the big climax of the movie and she's realizing that the, these ghosts uh, are there Mm-hmm. And it's like she's seeing a a girl who is one of these deformed uh, disappointments, uh, and the 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 father the or the landowner or whoever yeah. is, uh, the father, uh, he's yelling at her as the mother of this this child, uh, mm-hmm. but directly to our main character to Dana and is saying, yeah. uh, you know, this is your fault and you you caused this tragedy, which is then mirroring uh, her own life and the loss of her mm-hmm. child. Uh, yeah, so it, she's it, it, yeah. It's it's during this uh, final build up to the climax that we realize uh, the the daughter that they had you know, not that long ago, as mm-hmm. uh, she um, kind of accidentally smothered. Yeah, we finally when, when we finally they see fell the full sleep in bed one day. The full scene of it because because yeah. earlier we we hear her saying she just decided to stop breathing and and this and um so then you get the yeah because she didn't love me so she stopped breathing and then as she says yeah. there and she's uh, breaking down but but yeah you get to see the. Uh, actual scene where she fell asleep on her and it's yeah yeah she she's been racked with guilt this entire time Mm -hmm. 
because uh, there there was one like during the the flashback where uh, the old the old man his wife and their deformed daughter are up in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the scene of the flashback is in like gray uh, gray shading, uh, not not gray scale, but like gray tinted. Yeah, and then then suddenly the the it's only the father standing there, the ghost. Uh, suddenly he's in color. Just like she is, mm-hmm. just like our our mother is, and it's, it's, so now it's like he's dealing with the, her, the the blonde yep. mom, uh, which I thought was kind of a, a pretty interesting way of uh, of yeah. uh, making the, those two like little uh, realities come together. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So, uh, uh, how long does it take you to figure out uh, their the uh, twist? I should say of. Uh, which the thing I loved about the the, the 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 what what won a lot of points for this movie for me is mm. I love any movie that shows you supernatural things happening mm-hmm. throughout the film, but then explain like shows it at the end to all be psychosis and mm-hmm. nothing supernatural actually happening. Mm-hmm. And th- those are films that I really uh applaud and oh yeah because there's there's definitely films where you can you can there's supernatural films that you can watch and you can explain it uh to yourself you can explain it afterwards um that that all of these things could have happened Mm -hmm. uh by uh non-supernatural by natural elements and in this film they show that to be the case they they show they show that like they they almost go in that direction except at the end where you see the 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 old the ghost father like in the doorway i see i I don't even count that because he's not actually interacting with anything Uh he's just there which is still she's the only one who's seen any of this stuff it looks like the son sees the sees a girl in the hallway at one point Mm mm-hmm um, it 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 seems like because he goes up into the kind of shining thing, mm, like sees yeah. the people, but we don't actually see him interact in any way. Mm, yeah, he doesn't specifically. He could have been pausing as if yeah. He could have been pausing at anything. Yeah. Um, it's just that that's what we see, and we also see numerous scenes of you know him doing the kid doing things that didn't actually happen, like getting chewed up by the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I love that scene in that action but so that's all happening within her mind and all Mm -hmm. these we start seeing those little things just happening within her mind but then we see the ghosts and the ghosts are doing these things and interacting with that Mm, yeah so then you see the 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 father with a shovel hitting the uh Mm, yeah the ghost father who uh, yeah hits uh ben yeah so all of those things right like Mm. when i saw the, the shovel hitting ben my first thought is you know either one not happening or two it's the uh it's the mother mother yeah so that 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 would be my uh my fix for this movie to make it better Mm -hmm. um at the at the the point where the scene ends that ben first comes to the house Mm -hmm. uh, yeah you pick that moment as like everything from now on is entirely in her head Yes, as, as such that well, such such that okay. such, such that uh, Ben never comes back to fix on the roof. Uh-huh. That she Im- imagines all of this happening. That could be yeah. Yeah, uh, and you know the dog is imaginary. All the ghosts are imaginary. Uh, you know, mom is losing her shit. Say so she's hitting the bed with the the hammer. That, so that, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, like, all all of this is going on in her head. Well, so would you have? It's, it's, yeah, such that you know Ben was never actually hit with the shovel. That it was just imagined. Like he yeah. never he never dug up that. So grave, you'd still that kind have of thing. you'd still have that um, the that she's still acting out, and the rest of it's everything's going on around her 
yeah. in response to her actions but uh the what she's the the point of view that we're seeing she's not actually seeing so she still mm. would be hitting the hammer like that it's scene a, would still happen in oh, real yeah. life and and yeah, traumatizing like all, the kid. Yeah, she, she, she's going through all of these things in uh, out of body would you would you show the audience that it's not actually happening the way that they did with the hammer scene mm-hmm. where they they revealed it afterwards would you wait until the end would you show all of the yeah all of her I, I, I would wait till the very end do like a like a, like a saw montage yeah like the, the, the end the, saw and it's like so flashing where, back where, like where you see how these things actually, are really how happening. could you be doing this is the whole time <laughs> yeah i love that kind of thing i you know when uh, that, that would have made this a better movie <laughs> The other thing that I I I think that that might have been uh, been doable. I think it it still kind of worked the way they were doing it incrementally. Mm-hmm. Um, that at least let it let the audience in on earlier that uh, that these things weren't happening. Mm-hmm. I was you know so they show the the, the dead cat. That was a gruesome scene in that one. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed, and I get them. It's perfectly fine that they didn't do it. I'm a little disappointed that she didn't kill the kid. The uh, because the hammer that hammer scene when she's hammering the guy, yeah. my first thought is she's hammering the kid. Mm-hmm. Like I, like she's like, she's clearly killing the kid, and he's like, gonna walk right? in and be like, "What have you done?" And now they have to deal with a second kid killed, yeah. which immediately he has to put her into fifty one fifty get get her into a yeah. mental hospital because yeah. clearly, like the first kid, we you fell asleep on that's yeah. it was an accident, it was terrible. Yeah, I, but the second one, like you are need to be locked up. Yeah, you the, are in danger. So yeah, if you want to do that, then the the moment that she realizes she has killed her son is when the big reveal happens. Yeah, so that. And, and that then, would have been the moment. And the movie there. <laughs> there could have been other other things throughout it. <laughs> yeah. That that birthday scene, uh, the, the the birthday scene. Oh yeah, the dinner scene. Yeah, the dinner scene. Like, ooh, that was creepy. Well, it was, it was, it was just, it was awkward because I, I just, I felt, yeah. I put myself in the for some reason I'm viewing it from the the dinner party guest view, yeah. and it's just that how are we supposed to react in this case? Because mm-hmm. she's. She's clearly drunk and uh, going crazy, talking about her dead kid. And like, I, yeah, yeah, I just want to get out of here. Yeah, I don't yeah. want. I have nothing to. I can't make the situation better by yeah. anything that I say. <clears throat> I'm only gonna make it worse. I just, I don't want to be here, but I can't just leave because oh, that's yeah. gonna cause more. Like, we don't know how safe he is with her. I, mm-hmm. I you yeah. don't know. How do you how do you react as those guests? <laughs> what would you do? What would you do if uh, you were those guests? Yeah, there's like nothing you can do. <laughs> jump out the window and <laughs> yeah. did i miss it i was uh you know i it wasn't really paying attention in the the first couple minutes of the the movie as they were getting there so i i kind of missed it but in that dinner party scene they've got the big uh dunkin donuts or the uh, the, the crispy cream donuts fresh donuts now sign uh, yeah hot, sign. hot donuts did now. they explain that no it just kind of showed up it was just there just there this they go into this like old house they moved in with their things oh, well no i i think it, it clearly belonged to the the family oh clearly but yeah. did they show them like this is my favorite as, sign as, any reasoning no, why no they picked that sign because it's just all of a sudden they're in that scene it's not yeah. shown before that and it's just this Krispy yeah. cream donut yeah, sign d- that yeah, was the just, product placement just, that they this, worked in this stupid vintage neon sign <laughs> but it's not even yeah. like vintage it's like sort of maybe i mean they still use them now oh okay i you gotta you gotta uh crispy cream donuts and it's the hot donuts now like that's true uh unless they've had the same sign for all this time uh because well when when they first go into town and they meet some lady who kind of further moves the plot along there is the crispy cream stand 
in the back of the ice cream shop. Okay. Yeah. So this is just product placement. Product placement, probably. This is weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird. This is weird product placement. <laughs> why, why? What kind of decoration? Because you didn't. You, if he has that, he's got to have like some other weird, uh, cheesy decoration throughout, like the mm-hmm. yeah, not, not, not that fish, I saw the Billy Bass singing singing fish on the wall or something yeah. like some other tacky decoration. If he's got this yeah. donut, I, I, I saw no other tack in the house. Beer thing yeah. and the, yeah, like a, a Duff beer logo. Something something, something. else just stood out as this. Yeah. Weird sign. Um, None of that. Yeah, the mirror thing with the painting is an interesting thing there. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, the 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 blood as she cuts herself, I was, I was looking at more to happen with that, but nothing really did. But mm-hmm. so, so I think that, you know, uh, the film, uh, it, it, uh, the the biggest saving thing for me is I I like that it um it dealt with psychosis rather than paranormal and it it's mm-hmm. it, it definitely went heavy in the paranormal and showed all that stuff but made it all psychosis yeah. um so I really like that the the expert that they talked to that talked about the disappointments room um she she gave her all the facts about the physical room itself and then said some say that there are spirits that inhabit the thing but then mm-hmm. again poltergeist um yeah. so it's the thing of like I'm just a yeah, I just believe in ghosts. Yeah. I, I choose. I I want to believe in those things. So like, she doesn't even really like wholeheartedly yeah. say that. Like, oh no, there's spirits in there. She's just like, some. Uh, yeah. You know, there's a chance. Maybe if there are yeah. spirits somewhere, they could be there. Yeah. Um, at least they didn't go the route of making it seem like the whole town was in on knowing, yeah, knowing that yeah. something happened in this house. They didn't do that. Be yeah. like, oh, you can't know this secret, and now we're gonna yeah. kill you. Yeah, the thing. Uh, yeah. Like, no, nobody's lived in that house for. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would seem yeah, uh, that would have just been another dumb thing. Yeah, so you know, while it fell into a lot of cliches, I think it uh, there's enough of them that it, it avoided and it, and it took different Mm-mm. took different paths. Kinda, yeah. But it was kind of it's kind of interesting where it went with that. Um, <clears throat> and we think one of the most interesting things about this movie is that uh, so far this this film still has a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. That's that's uh, it. Still hasn't gotten that many reviews from uh, from critics, as they yeah. say on there, because it's not a widely seen film. Um, but it's still it's it's kind of tough to get a zero percent. Um, those are yeah. those are difficult to come by. That's no positive reviews from a thing. Yeah. Um, but positive <laughs> reviews on on Rotten Tomatoes they they equate that. And there's different people have different reviewer review scores. But yeah. um, on a five star rating scale, uh, three and a half and above is positive, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, below uh so three and below is that it's got an average rating of 2.3 out of 10 hmm. um on uh i guess that would be like the way imdb rates it out of 10 pretty low uh on most of them most people are not liking this movie yeah i mean that um, they have plenty of reasons not to I just realized that that was a pun because kate beckinsale is in this and she was in underworld and lichen and weren't <laughs> liking this anyway that, it was not unintentional but i had to point it out because i noticed it um uh so what would you what would you rate this film mm, uh they it, it kind of deserves a low score i don't mm-hmm. i don't want to be too hard on it because you know, like we were saying there are some good elements to it uh if uh if somebody else had gotten their hand on the script to give a little rewrite you know, kind of yeah. like what what our uh, alternate theory was would have, would have improved it a whole lot there's a lot of other things that they need to work on with uh yeah just the some of the dialogue and, and things and the way the way yeah. it was directed i think yeah 
I think that kind of yeah, failed. Yeah, it was kind of kind of badly directed. Uh, the, directed the, by D- D- DJ the, Caruso. Yeah, the the director didn't uh, keep on top of the actors and keep them consistent. Yeah, especially the father. Uh, he's the he's the director of the Salton Sea, Eagle Eye, I Am Number Four, um, Two for the Money, oh, uh, Disturbia. E- Eagle Eye was pretty solid. I, I mean, it's just a straight up dramatic uh, yeah, war movie. His uh, he's, he's got things here and there. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's not like a big known director for it. But he's, he's no. Uh, I mean, no I, I think even like. Uh, uh, the uh, wow. guy who did James Wan, um, mm-hmm. who did Saw and uh, the Conjuring movies, mm-hmm. like even though the Conjuring had a bunch of supernatural stuff in it, um, mm-hmm. the the Saw movies didn't, and uh, so he's done both. So I think he could do a, a mix mm-hmm. of all of those. I th- I think he would have been a great director for this movie. Oh yeah, um, you put him on it, and uh, he would know what rewrites to make too, and just mm-hmm. he'd make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I, you know, I can't fault Wentworth Miller completely on it, uh, on the writing, because th- there's interesting elements there mm-hmm. throughout it. It's it's not a perfect script, but uh, there's an yeah, interesting. It, it, it's kind of like he's a, a somewhere between third and fourth year in uh, in screenplay school. Yeah, and I mean, this is second. <laughs> this is his second film. Yeah. Um, so that's the the consistency on that one. And DJ Chris has done a bunch of films, so he's he's seasoned. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's getting no excuse. Uh, the um, so yeah. So what did you? What would yeah. You so final score. Yeah, I think I'll be generous. I'll give it a two. A two. Yeah. So so as I'm watching the movie, like um, for most of the movie, I'm watching it. I'm like, all right, it's not it's not a one because it's, it's a little decent. So it's probably a two. Um, but I get to the. I get to the ending of the movie and the when they do the reveals of the mm-hmm. the psychosis and I'm like good good on you good on you maybe, mm-hmm. maybe a three maybe maybe you can do a three with this one and I, I mean, was, <laughs> I was thinking about it with it and three still a negative score on Rotten Tomatoes that still gives it a zero percent if, okay. if I if I give it a three but but three seems it's such a it's not such a such an imperfect film that is really tough to give it that three. Mm-hmm like it's more of the two and a half uh on yep. there so um so i don't know i think i because this one i might need to, to <laughs> and i can't say it i'm going to rewatch it but it's you know i'd know better if i if i watched another thing but um you know i because I, I i really was interested with with stoker and i like the the way that it went i think that's a better film um but mm-hmm. again it's been a while since i saw that uh the so I, I might even I, I think I'll leave it at a three. Uh, it averages at our scores at a two point five. And okay, um, the, the, and that's really because the that three for me is it. Uh, it's the, it's kind of like that bonus star that it, it it doesn't really get the the full bonus star. It gets a half bonus star because it it does the it 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 did the thing that I like in the films of of dealing with uh, the power of um, of psychosis and. How much that that can when it's when it's truly distorting someone's reality in that oh, way yeah. and the, the how crazy it can get and uh, I like that I like those things that deal with it and it, mm-hmm. while it you know uh, could have done other things with it but it showed the father in therapy in that that moment mm-hmm. and and he has, he's trying to deal with the things and then they're both yeah, they're, yeah he he's trying to deal with 
her problems mostly mm-hmm. and trying to make it better for her and <sighs> the way the uh the freaking the, the 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 guests the party guests that they bring over and they say you know oh it's probably the uh the move it can be really stressful on you i hear it's just as stressful as divorce or losing a child You're like uh, why do you have to do you have to sit you're just like <sighs> <sighs> bringing that up um, yeah like like could you make it any more obvious <laughs> but it's just that that's the the foot and mouth thing of they're like yeah. oh damn it why did i say that yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway yeah that, that that got about as big a groan out of me as the the bats well but so so but to me but to me it's not the writer in that case um Putting like it's not hitting it over the head to the audience about the losing the child. Mm-hmm. That is standard dinner party guest saying the wrong thing. Okay, that's what that showed to me. That that showed it perfectly to me because that's that's a thing that happens mm-hmm. in times where they're like they're you're because that's a it's a common fact about like the most stressful things in someone's life are uh, you know uh, death, divorce, and and moving mm-hmm. um, like three of the most stressful things in a person's life and th- losing a job would be the uh, next one in there. But mm-hmm. so he's he's this guy who read that on the internet and knows this weird fact. So they had he they're doing this housewarming thing. They had just recently moved into this new house and she's really stressed with it and then he's just like oh i read this fact that it could be just as stressful as that and then not thinking that they had lost a kid a year ago and like ah oh, <laughs> so that's yeah. that moment to me was a good a positive thing in that one <laughs> um I, I liked that okay so anyway <clears throat> uh but I'd, I'd love to hear what you think about this movie. If there's anyone out there who saw this movie. Um, Anybody in America who happened to see this movie. Because I know I heard from one per I, I heard I only know one other friend that saw this movie and they said that it lived up to the title. They were just they were, they were uh, fighting against walking out the whole time. And I I get that through it, too. But it's I, I want to hear from anyone that enjoyed it. That's who I want to hear from. Um, uh, and and I because I want to know how because it's 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 not um it's not by the numbers bad mm-hmm. there's 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 stuff in there but it's 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 slightly non-traditional in this way that it it feels like if this was a a foreign film dubbed into english then um you'd forgive <laughs> you'd forgive a lot of things in there like it's that this is how yeah. that this film feels to me it feels like it it's this dubbed film and and so uh, I think I think really what it's saying to me is I need to rewatch Joker because to mm-hmm. me I wasn't thinking about who wrote that film because it, it was his first film I was only thinking about the director on that one yeah and so to me it was the first film directed by a Korean director and so it, it felt in this weird like somewhat lost in translation way and but all in English so like any of the imperfections I forgive a lot of them and it was this interesting look on things so this one had a lot of the same kind of feel towards that i thought you know mm-hmm. so now i need to now I need to rethink everything else with it but um <laughs> i don't know what to think no. anymore uh oh man like I can't uh, it's not butter so this film was uh was seeking a distributor after Re- relativity media filed chapter 11 bankruptcy placed the film up for sale uh they they shot the film um in 2014 um mm-hmm. So this film's two hmm. years old. Wait, wait, Relativity filed bankruptcy? That's what it says. Wow. Uh, I thought they were doing okay. Uh, well, I guess they, they're they still around, but yeah. um, they, mm-hmm. you know, people oh. file for bankruptcy. It, you can run for president if you file for bankruptcy, you know? It's just, it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, it says then later they did the schedule the film for twenty March twenty sixteen release. Hmm. Uh, then it was uh, revealed that uh, Kidnap would be the first post bankruptcy release, and then they pushed it to August. So it kept mm. getting moved around oh, yeah, in the that schedule. Was trailer. Yeah, so the thing kept it, it, this this film had got pushed around for a little bit, uh, only for uh, you know two years. It, 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 I guess only moved around for uh, for a little bit within the year mm-hmm. um, after it found a place for it. So not not as bounced around as some films get, but uh, it definitely wasn't on the top of the production company's list for release. Yeah, and we're like, this is a great. We got to get this out there while it's hot. And they're like, <laughs> where can we bury this film? Yeah. So uh, well, at least they didn't release it in January. Yeah. So they did a good job bearing this one along with other uh, the, the uh, you know it get, it got released alongside Sully when the bow breaks in the wildlife, um, and uh, when the bow breaks also is at a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So uh, you know why not put it against yeah other films that people are just burying and yeah. then they're like let's let Sully have the I'll just squeak it in there top box office. <clears throat> um, yeah. Let's put this in theaters and hope nobody notices. Um, <laughs> which most people didn't. And it's just it's such a title that it just screams out to you. We have disappointment in the title. It makes it easy for critics to bash it, of yeah, course. Really and then, fun of it. you know, it's it's tough. If you're not a hundred percent film, then it's you that's a risky title. <sighs> say the, the secrets room. Just say something. Like <laughs> so disappointments really? You gotta put yeah. that in there. All right. Well, thank you for watching this. Yeah, uh, so, we'll yeah so if, if you if you or somebody you know happen to enjoy this movie, they, we would like to know. Put it in the comments on the YouTube section on MatchKeepTV.com. Yeah. Let us know what you thought. Um, subscribe. If you've made it this far into a video, please subscribe to our channel. Cause uh, yeah, it's, it's got, a, bit, a bit longer than I thought we were going to go for this movie. <laughs> we got more of this. You know, you get confused <laughs> with this stuff. Uh, let us know. Uh, yeah, subscribe to the videos. Yeah, right to us, We see the bad movies, so you don't have to. At gmail.com. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Bye.